Hi, I'm Adrian Maven. In this episode, we're looking at one of the early EVs to come onto the market. It's the BMW i3. I'll be talking to owner Cam Cummings about his experiences in owning the BMW i3. This is EV Quest. It's um, extremely light. The, the one of the interesting ones about this car is that it's a carbon fiber tub. So the whole frame is carbon fiber. So the whole uh, like monocoque uh, chassis is carbon fiber, which keeps the weight down. Um, so for its time, it was you know, it's, it's it was pretty advanced. Um, the other thing, as a BMW, it's rear wheel drive, um, and also um, it has double wishbone and rear suspension. So for handling, it's it's amazing. Um, so it, you know, going into corners and coming out of corners, it handles like a not like a little a um, I guess a shopping cart, you know, which is kind of what it looks like. Um, In what year is it? It's 2015. Yeah. So um, the other interesting parts of it, which is, um, I think, kind of just quirky, but not all that cool. <laughs> but there's the rear opening doors. So um, the suicide doors. So it's pillarless. But um, fine if you've got lots of space around you. But um, if you're having to get out of a tight space in a car park, you've got to open the front door before you can get into the back. So you've got to open that up to then uh, be able to get into the back, which is a bit of a pain. Um, but that worked. They're fine. Um, what else? Does it have the, uh, the Rex, the, the small... No, this is pure battery, this one. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of just like a, a hybrid situation where um, they were trying to ease people into the marketplace, I think. Um, and take away that range anxiety. Um, and what they find is that the Rex ones, um, whilst they're good for people that want to go longer distances, the, um, the actual weight of carrying around that extra motor um, really um, brought down the no, range of them. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, you know, it's really just a, it's just an anxiety reducer, I think, for for people that were were buying them at the time because they were pretty when they came out. It, they came out in twenty thirteen. Um, so other features, don't know. Uh, really skinny tires. Um, Is it nineteen inch? Yeah, but they're quite skinny. Um, but they don't. They don't stop any of the traction. Um, they, what would you say? That it, it, it's, does it get skinny? Not really. At high speeds, because it's quite a sort of a high car. So when you're out on the motorway at sort of 100 Ks, you maybe feel it a little bit, but because it's still quite heavy, it really, um, it really drives really well. And because it's a Beamer as well, it just feels like a, you're driving a much bigger car. Yeah, because so. it actually looks, it looks bigger in person yeah. compared to a photograph. Yeah. It looks quite small on the Yeah, the scale of it feels small, but it's actually a lot bigger than you think. The boot's not very big, um, you know, but it's fine for doing um, grocery runs, which is essentially all we need it for. So, you know, relatively small. Um, what about charging? Charging, we just charge at home. Um, we don't usually plug it in until it's under 50% which is maybe a couple of times a week. And um, yeah, we just charge it overnight. And the next morning you get up and it's full. So we don't need any rapid charge. We haven't got a special charger or anything like that in the, in the garage, we just plug it in. But I think, um, you know, when people are buying 
cars. That's what they always go on about. They sort of talk about, um, you know, oh, there's no um, charging infrastructure yet and all that sort of stuff. We've used the charging infrastructure maybe half a dozen times. Yeah. The rest of the time it's it's plugging in. It's more like it's more like um, I kind of align it to having a cell phone than to having a car. So you just bring it home and then you automatically just plug it in. Yeah. So and then that's it. And then every time you get to it in the morning, it's um, it's full. So um, and you're mainly using it around town, just just around town. But it does make quite a difference. And I, and I guess you would have seen that with other cars. Um, if in the summertime, if you if it's really hot and you crank the air conditioning, you can watch the range sort of drop from 120 to 100 100 k straight away. Just yeah. So sustainability wise, um, I think they are one of the most sustainable cars for their production. They're eighty percent made out of recycled materials. Yeah, because the the doors are made of hemp, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. The materials. These materials are all hemp. This is all like recycled. Um, uh like bottles and plastic and things like that so that's all recycled um recycled materials but yeah 80 percent made out of recycled materials and then 100 percent made in a factory of 100 um, percent renewable energy so they're really green and yeah. that's what they were trying to get to that it was i think it was kind of like could they do it you know yeah. bmw at the time and they did and then but but they sat on their laurels for such a long time and 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 didn't take it any further i don't know whether it wasn't it wasn't uh, profitable for them. I don't know. Yeah, I read they didn't sell as many as they were expecting. Yeah, well, maybe that was it. You know, which is I think because they're expensive. Like if you were to buy one brand new um, in New Zealand, they were eighty k. So um, New Zealand new, whereas we're lucky enough to have the Japanese import um, side of things, and so you can pick them up from you know twenty five to forty sort of thing, which makes it you know much more affordable. So. Um, but we bought it as a second car, but it's quickly become um, the car that we mostly use because, you know, 95% of our trips are just around town. Gonna have a look under the... Oh, yeah, yeah, we get under, under the hood. But there's nothing much there. So it's just got some safety stuff and that's that's the plug-in piece there. Um, that the other, the other thing that people don't realise, I think, which is um, a great thing about electric cars is they don't take into consideration... Um, the servicing costs mm. you know to service our other car there is the last time we took it in was a thousand dollars this one to service is 150 dollars mm. yeah and all they do is that i mean half of that is the labor um and then they just refill the thing and check the wiper blades check the oil um you know uh, um and brake fluid levels check the um, brakes but the brakes are all regenerative as well I think that's one of the other cool things I like about it as well. So, any yeah. problems with it since you've had it? Nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. No, absolutely flawless. So, got to replace the new the new back wheels. The only thing about these um, the tires was that they're only made for this car. Yeah. So you can imagine they're quite expensive. I yeah. think even for those tiny tires, they're like four hundred and fifty dollars each. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any funny quirks for driving? Just... Mm, no, oh yeah, it's quite. I mean, a lot of people have copied it now, but the, um, you know, this is how you put it into drive and neutral and reverse. Yeah, how do you start it? So you just start it with, <clears throat> just with the button, and then it all sort of comes to life. Um, and so, but it's all kind of safety, and then so once your foot's on the um, brake, push it forward for drive 
um, pull it back for reverse. Um, and then parks on top. And that's it. And then electric handbrake. And um, and that's it. But all of the, the system and stuff in the middle is quite, you know, it's all pretty much standard BMW stuff. It does have some eco modes and some comfort modes and things like that. So you can, if you're really sort of wanting to get to somewhere um, and you're running low on charge, you can put it on an eco pro mode. Cuts out the air conditioning and things like that, and and um, and will boost your range. So that's that's um, yeah, it's quite good. Used it a couple of times. It has to get out of you know think where you're thinking you're not going to make it to a charge point. Missing out, is he? <laughs> well, what, what's the feature you like the best about it? Well, I think the regenerative braking, which is it's pretty standard on on most car, most electric cars, um, but the idea that your braking is not going to waste, you know, it's not just getting dissipated to heat. The fact that you take your you, and you can drive with one foot, yep. it's quite a bit to get used to. Maybe takes a few days, um, but once you're into it, it really regulates driving, and it also teaches you to drive economically as well. So, because, you know, every time you're putting your foot down, you can see it, um, see the power going or what have you. So you drive a lot more efficiently, I guess. I think the nice thing about electric cars is that they're really quite um, uh, soothing and relaxing to drive. A big thanks to Cam for the tour around his BMW i3.